everybody this is mark 28 of the super civil servant podcast my name is greg we have a panel filled with superheroes tonight and folks this is the way <laughs> this is the way this is the way joining me as always uh my co-hosts chris and nathan nathan how you doing tonight buddy uh, i'm doing good i have spoken there you go <laughs> chris how about you man how you doing this evening I'm doing good. Uh, Baby Yoda uses the force, but still needs a car seat. <laughs> hey, we don't we don't yes. question some things, you know. Nope. Uh, and uh, tonight, joining us for the first time, our good friend, a fan of the show, asked us to come on here, and well, actually, I think I asked her to come on here mm-hmm. uh, and talk about mm-hmm. some Titans and uh, some DC stuff and a little bit of uh, Star Wars. And she's here with us tonight, Sarah Taylor. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Great. Outstanding. Right. <laughs> we got some good content to talk about. We do. We do. I, th- I think we'll fill some time this evening because uh, we got a couple. Yeah, and of... I'm gonna call and I'm gonna call an audible at the end that I know that we'll all like to talk about. Or just a little thing to throw in there towards the end. That's cool. that I think is that is great. I mean, that's what we do here. You know. Mm-hmm. Just toss us, let, let a squirrel go. Is what you're gonna do? You know what? Let's yes. just throw it right. Let's just throw it right here in the beginning. Let's just pull the <laughs> no. Uh, I'm oh. loving. I'm loving Zack Snyder fired on Twitter just to come out and be like, "Hey, Scott Mendelson, dick." My, my, you know what I'm saying? My assembly cut was five hours. This is the cut that I went to the doubt. I love that so much because I could just hear the snark in the, as reading it in my head because I know how I would have typed that. And for this dude to jump on Twitter, after, you know what I'm saying? Like. There was some snark meant to be put in that, and I love it. He gave zero Fs. He couldn't find. He looked around and couldn't find an F to give about that. I just put it out yeah. there, and I loved it. I, I, I want to say that what is it? Um, he's spitting gasoline and peeing fire at yes. this point. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Zero Fs. Absolutely yeah, he, zero Fs. Zero I mean, Fs. How much does he have to put up with before he gets to that point, though? I mean, it, it's it's well deserved, and and I mean, he's not. It's, it's crazy. Oh, what happened? Uh, well, actually, and, to think that Zach actually had any Fs, any Fs yeah. left to actually care about, I, I, I mean, <laughs> sure. you know, he did though. Uh, he was getting low for the last little bit. Also, that. special shout out to Subway for like killing us oh, yeah. because, uh, like, they was there was this thing on the thing, and Subway commented on. And they were like, release the Snyder cut, and the release the really? Snyder cut account was like. They said, what's it going to take for, you know, we'll donate some money or something. And they said 5,000 retweets within five hours. We got 5,000 retweets within like an hour and 40 minutes. And then Subway was like, you know what? Since you guys did that so fast, they're going to donate 15,000 to like these families, you know, for Christmas time and shit like that. And they tweeted, and it's all because of like the release of Snyder Cut thing. So like that, you know, $15,000 going to these kids and these families that need it. That is awesome. Cause just Bravo. for some. Just for some shit on Twitter and Subway, like playing along with it and seeing how cool it was, and just deciding to go through with that. I think that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I just Mm -hmm. I saw that not too long ago. That Mm -hmm. that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Okay. So now that I derailed us, but I I just wanted to get that (laughs) out of there because 
Yeah, I just thought that was, you know, I, I just love that Zach he just couldn't find a fuck to give. It was just, he was just <laughs> telling you right off. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, dude, that's, that's, like I said, that's what we do here. So, uh, all right. The first thing on the docket we were going to talk about tonight is a variety article. So, um, and this is what I've been calling the uh, State of the Union Address of the DCEU. Yes. And it was an article that mm-hmm. um, had to have been about, I guess, November 26th. So, kind of mm-hmm. an old, fairly old article that uh, actually was discovered by, or not discovered, but I discovered it from my friend Travis Snell, who's been on the show. He kind of gave me a synopsis of what he thought about it, and I went through it. But um, it's basically just kind of giving, like I said, uh, a state of where DC is at based on, I guess, this report, where DC is at and where they're planning on going in the future. There were a few points that were kind of irritating to me uh, about it, and there were a few points that made you know somewhat sense, I guess. But uh, I'm going to start right at the end for me and uh, how it ended. That's how we do things. That's how we do things. I just want to go back to article, DC, and irritating. I don't think I'll ever see a thing that's like article, DC, and actually I loved every part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when's the last time one came out we were like, this is great. I know. It's like, um, how do you you not write the criticism from one to ten? Oh, yeah. But let me read you the end of this article, last few lines. It says, logistically, however, there is little appetite for the studio spending millions of dollars that would require to finish visual effects and editing on Snyder's version, particularly ju- as Justice League was co- a commercial disaster. There are currently no plans to release Snyder version or version either in theaters or on HBO Max. That is a pipe dream. One knowledgeable insider, or said one knowledgeable insider, there is no way it's ever happening. Look what and that's, that's the just... way they ended the article. That is how they regurgitate. That's just regurgitated bullshit from back in like. Have you followed the traces and the links back to where they're all going? I think that's from like 2017, 2018, back when they go. That's not any recent thing. That's just them regurgitating shit and slapping and pasting it on at the end. Okay. Yeah, I I have uh, problems with basically a knowledgeable insider. Sounds like a person who. Uh, oh, that's right. Insiders, absolutely without names. I don't care about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think Kevin Smith had words to say about insiders, but, you know, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yep, that, that was one thing that really, I guess, the only thing that really, really irritated me about this article. The rest of it is just kind of, uh, you know, speculation, I guess. But uh, what did you guys finger. think? There's a big middle finger, yeah. that last paragraph. That's all that was. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. What did you guys think? Anything stand out to you in this article? Uh, what about you, Sarah? You thumbed through it a little bit. You got anything, anything go through there? Do you, you got anything that stood out? I mean, it's, I, don't, I, I, I guess, I don't know. It's just, it's just like, it just, just really irritates me when anybody talks about DC because it's always, always, always compared to Marvel. Um, you, you know what I mean? It's yes. like, just give them the credit that DC has for what they've done thus far. I mean, obviously, yes. you know, Joker was a, success obviously um aquaman laid it out there too. Yeah, joker, I mean, is, joker is still going that thing is still a locomotive at the box office yeah and, and i mean it's 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 great i mean you know they talk about the what was it the r-rated movies how you know people really don't want to go see you know superhero movies that are rated r or you know and that's you know talking about marvel's you know the way right. the kids want to see it you know have a pg pg-13 whatever you know, hey, there are fans <coughs> from all levels. I mean, yes, you have kids, and I think Joker. Well, Joker was one movie I honestly had not planned to see because 
I, I just had reservations about it. Sure. But it was, I mean, it just, it just didn't appeal to me. But then hearing everyone talking about it and, you know, it's on a total different level than something that Marvel has. Because I've well, always, right. I mean, I've just always felt like Marvel and DC t- should be two <coughs> totally separate fields. Now look, um, guys, come here. Let's gather around. Come here. And a secret. Not everything's got to be for kids. Exactly. Not everything has to be for kids. Exactly. And you know, quite honestly, with the whole Joker situation as well, the movie, minus the actual tie in to DC as far as being the Joker, had you done anybody else or any other character, that wouldn't, is nothing like a superhero movie or a superhero genre movie at all. Exactly. Exactly. Because when I walked away from that movie, yeah, I'm thinking, okay, if you change the Joker, if you changed um, the city, say, if you just, instead of Gotham, just. New York, and then if you change the Waynes, you know, change that name to something else, I mean, it would be a totally different movie um, Mm -hmm. because of the, I guess, the theme they were trying to, when I walked away from it. But then again, you know, I could see it as a Joker origin story. I could see. I could see why somebody would, you know, become something that the Joker did, you know, as far as, like, the insanity and the straight cold blood murder and all this kind of whatnot but um i don't know i just i just sometimes i just don't feel like it's fair how people critics or whatnot compare dc to marvel so hard you know hey leave them just let them do their thing and i think and i think it's 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 great i mean you know wonder woman oh that's that is the Wonder Woman I have been dreaming of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was just, I mean, I literally, that movie just floored me on so many levels. And Aquaman, yeah. that was fantastic, too. Um, granted, I think DC started, you know, with, with Justice League probably a little sooner than they should. <laughs> um, but, I mean, still, I mean, hey, just, I don't know. That, and that's what I kind of got from this article. It's just saying... Um, especially with the R rating, yeah, let it let us adults have our movies. Yeah, let us well, have our movies. <laughs> well, they, they did kind of point out in this article that that might be uh, like a kind of a niche that um, DC's yeah. trying to do because now that everything Marvel is Disney, they may not want to continue with the radar stuff, and that could be a uh, you know their corner of the market is that even though I think you know they can cover any kind of movie they'd like to, but yeah. Sure. But- Exactly, like it says, it's like you know, it's um, talking about Deadpool and Logan after being bought by Disney, which prefers its heroes to be cleaner and less prone to f bombs. Mm-hmm. It's unclear if they will continue to back those types of projects. Well, it Joker proved it's a good there's mod- a market. Yes, right, there's a market. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's unfair to jump the gun on Marvel at that point. I mean, they just acquire these ter- the, sure. these properties. Mm-hmm. Right. They they don't. They're trying to figure out a way to integrate the mutants into the MCU. They're trying to figure out what to do with these properties just to completely say, oh, they're not going to do it because right. of because of the idea that the Disney Plus doesn't have any R-rated or, or racy stuff on there. I mean, that's we don't know, and it, to jump the gun on that one, I think is just, it's too early for that. We don't know well, the plan yet. I don't... I don't necessarily think that any there's nothing on Disney Plus will be R-rated. Not oh, Plus. I agree. But it's under not the meant Fox, for that. under the Fox banner, like perhaps we could get a rated R Blade movie. But even then, even then, I kind of find that hard to believe because if they're going to make it all part of the cinematic universe, 
They want it to all eventually end up on Disney Plus. They want people, to, little kids, you know, people to be able to watch it all on their platform. And if you got a rated R one there, they're not going to put rated R content there, so you're going to have one missing. I just, I don't know. Like, like you said, it's up in the air. We don't know what they're doing, and I'm sure right now they're working on the logistics of that. Of like, what do we want to put out under the Fox banner of rated R, and what do we want to keep in the universe, or how do we bridge them, or how do we don't? Well, yeah, maybe like, it's, I don't know. Maybe at some point Disney Plus could do something kind of like Netflix does because you can set up different accounts. Like my kids have their well, accounts where there's certain content they don't have it's, access it's to. Disney, though. Disney, it, the corporation of Disney has an image to preserve of family Man, that's friendly. That's true. Yeah, well, I also true. remember back in the day, Disney also owned Touchstone and a couple yes. of other second, yes. you know, other prop, other. And that was where the company. racy stuff went. Yeah, yeah, that's where the racy. So that's Aramac. what I'm saying. I think, I think Fox is going to be that avenue. They just have to figure out which characters or groups or core, you know, what I say that they want to yeah. put over there because they know they want to leave other shit. Because you can, you can do a lot on a PG-13 and have it pretty, mm-hmm. you know, on that level and still be in there. So like, you can still do your blade in an extreme PG-13. But you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I have no idea, but I'm sure they're working on it right now. I did. I did. One of the things I think that ranked Drew and I appreciated in the article was the the paragraph or two about Hamada and Emmerich. I, I, when they mm-hmm, got yeah. brought in, I knew, you know, their track record at that point and what their track record is, is honing in budgets, is focusing on story. Mm-hmm. And bringing in that idea, well, and it's been and it's been very much proven. I don't, right. I didn't like the knocking of Johns and Nelson. No, no, no you know no, that. No. You know, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes than I know. Jo- uh, Johns and Nelson obviously no friends of each other for whatever reason, whatever. Right. But I think it's unfair to knock them both at that point, just because well, again we Jeff, don't know the full story. Jeff Johns, there's you're not gonna, if you're doing a Mount Rush, a Mount Rushmore of com, uh, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> Newer generation writers and stuff like there's gonna be a good debate if he's one of them up there. He knows his oh, shit. Oh yeah. And oh, and yeah. like we're going back random. into this article on the niches and stuff. Like Shazam's not gonna be an R rating. We don't need a Shazam to be an no, R rated. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. I agree. But 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 if Birds of Prey wants to come out, you know, and with Harley, you know, Harley, you know, that that fits it. So if they need to be an R, and they can still be in the same universe, and that fits to me. And eventually, like let's just say Shazam and Harley eventually cross over. Like, Harley doesn't have to necessarily say the F-bomb, but she can be vulgar, and you can get Shazam looking at her like, oh, like he's offended or something, or like he hasn't heard, you know what I'm saying? You can get comedy out of that, and they, they can still work in the same universe. But that, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I also don't want Warner Brothers just going, yep, we're going to slap an R on everything, which no, I don't think I, they are. I don't think they are. I don't think they are, and I don't think, I think with Shazam, they're saying the lower tiers, like, it was a bad placement for the movie to release. It still was very successful. Mm-hmm. If they moved it at a different point, then um we got a new christmas movie to watch every year because shazam (laughs) is a christmas movie i'm coming to the christmas movie you can put it in your month of christmas movies in the rotation guys hey chris i gotta ask you man you were talking about hamada and um and emmerich coming in and them being able to hone in budgets it Mm -hmm. says in this article they're trying to keep uh their all their television properties under 65 million Mm. is that a good budget for a television property depends on how many episodes and what you want to do which character I mean, okay, so yeah, say if they do eight episode seasons, is sixty five million a good? Which character? Green Lantern. Oh God! It's I kind of had this Maybe? in the sense of you know moving moving streaming platforms and things like that. You know what does it allow them to do? What don't they have to answer to all the extras at that point? So I mean, I don't know. 
and we will have to see. I mean, everyone's saying, oh, look what they're doing in the CW. Well, CW, you know, they're still doing, you know, a lot of them are, you know, outside of, you know, we got Flash still being almost 24 episodes, Supergirl 24, 22 episodes. Right. You know, I'm I, streaming has ruined me in the sense of 24 episodes, 22 episode seasons. It's like I, we need to start moving away from that. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm with you. Like we need to condense. I hate filler. I hate because, filler. I hate it. Well, if you look at it too, then make a point. To your oh, point, I'm sorry. 65, no, you're sixty-five million up, sixty-five million dollars to eight to ten. That might be doable, but I don't know. It all depends on actors, production crew. I don't know. Exactly. That's what I was my point. I was about to make. It said um, it was more on up-and-coming actors and not established. So that way, you could probably save a little bit there, <laughs> as far as not having I, to. I think the Green Lanterns, like so the Green Lanterns series specifically, is going to be within 15 million dollars of the of the budget of the mandalorian and same as the episode count i think they're gonna somewhat use that as their model to because you got to think like they're both like the greenland you could do a lot of shit like the, the effects of the ring and you can go through and it's gotta look cool but you can go planet to planet and he doesn't have to be in space the whole time but he is gonna be in space you know what i'm saying like i think they're gonna use that budget model to make it look cinematic because like they said they want to make this look cinematic you know what i mean like like my mini movie like the mandalorian you know what i mean i feel like i'm watching a mini star wars movie every week well i want that with green lantern too i would love you know Mm -hmm. for eight weeks in a row to be able to watch a little mini green lantern movie of 45 minutes or an hour or whatever just be enthralled on my couch you know what i mean that'd be great right it's gotta look like it more quality than quantity sure yes exactly i want i want i don't want filler i hate filler well like i I think no sorry no go ahead you're right go ahead I was say, I can tell you right now, I just did the numbers, and I did it with the calculator, so not in my head, so it should be right. Um, and Mandalorian's eight episodes, they spend $15 million per episode. So at eight episodes, 15 minutes, $120 million. Mm-hmm. So if they're trying to keep everything under $65 million for these DC well, properties on streaming services, that might be difficult if you have 12 episodes to have the kind of quality that something like The Mandalorian Well, I, I don't think they'll go 12 episodes even. If they're only doing 65 million, there's no fucking way they go 12 episodes because you cannot stretch a Green Lantern budget on that. You can't do it. Yeah. I don't care if you practical the suits, anything. There's no way. You'll have to have... It'll be... And I'm not taking a shot at this, but it'll be CW-level budget. You know what I mean? Of, like, effects. And if they want this to, quote, look cinematic on their on their big-budget streaming service, that's not going to fly. Not with the, not with the product that... Netflix is putting out into their original products, not with the Amazon with the boys, not with Disney Plus with their Mandalorian and shit. You know what I mean? They're, you, it, it can't happen. You cannot do that. Mandalorian has set the bar. It has absolutely mm-hmm. set the bar. Well, look at look. I mean, look at the boys on Amazon. Like that shit is many movies on there. The the Dark Crystal on uh, Netflix. A bunch of a bunch of the series on Netflix that you've watched over the time. Daredevil. All the, you know what I mean? They put shit money in them to make them look good. Like, HBO cannot be caught with their pants down like that and be like, oh, we're just going to put this little re... Unless they're doing a four, you know, a four-episode mini-movie, and that's all it's going to be, you know, four episodes or three episodes, but I just... You know what I mean? They can't do If they're charging $17.99 for their app, they better be able to put some money into the budget of the shows. That's what I'm saying. And and they got Game of Thrones as their standard. You know what I'm saying? They dump money into, into Thrones. Greg, where did the sixty-five million come from? That yeah, where that is figure? that? Uh, it is in it the article. The... It's uh, one of the last pages. It says, um, okay. "It says it hopes to make DC Adventures have a slightly lower budget, requiring them to earn, uh, requiring them to rely up, uh, up and coming actors, not established stars, with the goal of keeping production costs under sixty-five million." Okay, I, I mean, I would, I just 
you know, I know. Okay, I see it there, but I'm wondering oh, where they got silly. that where they got that figure from because that just seems like very you know. well. Well, I'd also have to imagine that's probably an average. I'm willing to bet a show like Green Lantern will probably get a higher budget, and there will be some shows that have smaller budgets to even mm-hmm. that out. So that's yeah. more than likely an average, I would assume. Well, right. I mean, yeah, it, if you're it, doing if you're doing the question, you can do the question in ten episodes on sixty five million. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I mean, HBO is just quality, man. I live and breathe HBO Sunday nights, and you, you look me, at a brother, show like you, me. You, 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 you look at a show like Watchmen that involves a lot of different set pieces, a yeah. lot of different things. It's going to involve a lot more high profile actors. Let's, you, see you, Watch, let's see what let's see Watchmen cost. Are go ahead, keep talking. You you look at you look at like Silicon Valley, which has just come into its end at that point. Not much there outside of actors and and writers and small amount of set pieces. I mean, you don't need as much. So, you know, like we said, I think you're right, Greg. It seems like an average, but I don't like when they throw out numbers like that without anything to really back them. Not right. me either. Uh, let's see. Uh, HBO spends $2.5 billion. Da, da, da. Yeah, okay. I can hang on. I'll find it in a minute. Anyway, uh, real quick. Another thing I want to talk about, uh, the other two points that kind of made, uh, you know, any, any sense to even talk about the B was they're talking about sure. Flash not even rolling until 2021 because Ezra Miller has to finish up his commitments wake to me, uh, wake Fantastic Wake me up when, he's actually, when there's a trailer because I'm not even going to believe it until there's a trailer. Yeah. I won't believe costumes. I won't believe casting. I won't even believe it if they show a video of them filming it and being like, no, look, we're serious. I'm still not going to believe that shit. <laughs> until I see an actual trailer with him, I'm, I'm not believing it. I get that, man. I get is, that, is, it uh, wrong, is it wrong that the Flash has had too many false starts? <laughs> yeah, they're 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 backed up against the one right now, for real. Um, and then the other thing was they don't know what they're doing with Superman. That you probably won't see anything Superman until at the earliest 2023. Yuck. So, okay, yeah. let's let's discuss the whole thing with Henry Cavill. Let's do it. <laughs> because I've seen a, you know a few things on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. First I mean, of all, I'm, is he your Superman? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I was pretty sure. So well, okay, okay. Now. Technically, if, if if cinematically, yes. Now, okay. if we're talking about any version, Tom Willing is my Superman, even oh. though I never saw him in the suit. He, <laughs> I, I have such a draw to Smallville. It's it's insane. I mean, basically, my like husband that, and I courted while watching Smallville. I mean, it was that's that's what I'm talking about. What did you just say? We courted. Who did? No, 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 no. My did husband and I. It's like that oh, was our husband? thing. Okay. We would watch Smallville. I mean, that was that was our thing. I mean, it was, yeah, it was. We courted. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to be G about it, but anyway. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. I get it. I get it. But, it, was, um, it was it was it was Smallville and chill. We get it. We know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's but, that's the new way to put it. That's, that, that, that's the old way, brother. That was the old way. Well, I, I take it back because I think he actually it was. God, what night was it? It was like it came out like on a Tuesday night. Sorry, I don't mean to digress, but it came out like on a Tuesday night or something yeah. like that. But Tuesday or Thursday or something like that. And then it was like it was like a weird night. He said, well, "Come over," you know. And I'm like, "It's not Smallville." And then we ended up chilling. It, and that was one of the night. That was the night he proposed. So okay, but anyway. So, a special place in your heart, then, huh? Um, uh, no wonder Smallville is your number one. We get it now. <laughs> now we get it. it makes sense. But Erica Durant is not my Lois. I'm sorry. Oh, anyway. Oh, you're going to hurt people with that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, everybody has their opinion, but that's just yeah. Travis but, is furiously typing on his on his Twitter right now. That's Travis. okay. I, I could probably... I, I could probably <laughs> 
but uh, but I agree. I agree. She is she is she is definitely on my top, if not the top, or lowest lane for me. But again, <laughs> not for everyone. Who is your lowest lane? Who is it? This is gonna sound odd, but I think Iris is more my lowest lane. Okay. All right. I've never really come across a Lois Lane character that I really liked because I just thought they were all annoying. But well, that's Superman just... the Animated Series. That's my Lois Lane. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. They could draw her right, right? Nana Delaney, yes. Actually, actually, uh, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Like, uh, what's, what's her face? Harry uh, Hatcher. Wiki. Yeah, she was a good Lois, too. But, I mean, maybe that's just because I was a kid watching, it, you know what I mean, on Superman every week on TV, but I always liked yeah. her. yeah. I don't know. There's just always been something about the Lois Lane character that just always just rubbed me wrong. I don't know what it is. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's just a personal preference. I don't know. But I like Henry Cavill. I, okay. But, Sorry, then, I, pulled, I pulled you away from that a long time ago. Well, yeah. 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 Squirrels, squirrels <laughs> but everywhere. I, but, I mean, I just feel like, you know, with him, you know, I started with the, the, the Man of Steel mm-hmm. because I've seen that multiple times, and I've told you guys that, too. That's my, my husband's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, we've I've argued people down about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, when it came to Batman versus Superman, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's... Oh, you about to break Greg's heart? Ooh. No, Ooh. I like the movie. I like that movie. And I told him that. I like that movie. I have, I mean, it's, I mean, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, Batfleck. Okay. I love Batfleck. Right. As we, as, so say we all. I mean, look, I grew up with, with Keaton as Batman. That was the first, I mean, other than Adam West, but, I mean, Keaton was my Batman to begin with. So, and then there's been the evolutions of the Batmans or whatnot. But just to see, and I guess just calling Henry Cavill out, you know, with the release of the Snyder Cut, because he never really made any, did he ever say anything? Did he ever make anything? It, it, it was one of those things in that men, you know, the interview and then, you know, people people jumped way too much over him, and I think oh, way too and, much. And, and, and it's just like he wants, he's still wanting to do the part. He's yeah. trying to play the game of negotiating, trying to continue doing it. Look. He doesn't want to be looking at a problem. Look. He still wants to be paid. Guys, and I, I said it before. I'm gonna what, say it. Go oh, okay, Chris. No, I was just say you can say it because I'm gonna say it. <laughs> it, it was, he's, I, he's 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 my Superman. I love him to death, and I like Henry Cavill. He wants A-list money. You're not worth A-list money yet. You got to get out there and do other things and blow people away. You can't have one good performance outside of Superman as, as the you know the the opposite of Tom Cruise in a in a Mission Impossible movie and be like, yep, I'm A-list now. No, you're not. Stop it. Get out there and keep doing your thing. Well, if he wanted to be A-list, he should have been like, look, I'm shaving the beard. I don't care what happens. That CGI was just right. He should have horrible. Should have G-moved him and be like, you know what, mother, because I'm doing this. <laughs> exactly. And that's and that's where I, I and then breach all. a contract and then he gets no money. <laughs> and that's where I said to y'all on. on but sometimes you have on, your principles. <laughs> on yeah. DM that you know, with release of Snyder Cut, I love the movement. I think they're doing a great stuff. Sure. The subway stuff was awesome. But when they said like, add him on Instagram respectfully. No, that was stupid. you know that that stupid, that wasn't. Stupid. I mean that that was just not necessary. Ignorant. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was just like no because in a lot of in a lot of people called him out for that saying no, you know that leave him alone. Yeah, he, he's not. He's he not can against do the, the fuck movement. He, wants. he he, he yeah. never he never said he was against the movement. He never said he was for the movement. He just he yeah. just wants a chance, another shot at the part. We should all be excited that yeah. he still wants to do this. He could have came out. Ever, he could have came out and middle fingered it. 
He could have came out and middle fingered it and be like, no, fuck that. I hate it. I don't want to see it. So what? That doesn't give you right to go on and be like, oh, you should be like, leave the motherfucker alone. He can do or not do whatever he wants. Whatever he my, wants. My only argument with about that is because I love Henry Cavill as Superman. Me I too. Love Man, Man of Steel's second favorite movie of all time. I mean, okay. of all time. I love Batman well, vs. Superman number one. We're right there. But I love him as the character. I think he does a great job. If he really felt that way, though, if he really, really felt that way, don't you think he would have made a, a, a seven-second appearance and been the guy in the suit at the end of Shazam? Like, like how, how, long, how long would yeah. it take to make to do contract that? Contract negotiations, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And it was his agent that was right in the midst of... That was right in the midst of, this, of the shitstorm. And even, what's his name, uh, David, the, the David Sandberg, the director of Shazam, said he wanted to get Cavill in there. He just it just couldn't work out because of the negotiations. So they that would have been so over. epic. Oh my gosh, it's been so epic. I thought it was gonna happen <laughs> when I first saw the movie. I was like, <gasps> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did everybody. Okay, so did everybody. Well, if you guys didn't know, that's how they're shooting the entire Batman movie with uh, Matt Reeves and, and Robert Pattinson. So that way, yeah. nobody can tell it's not not Ben Affleck. They're just gonna shoot it with no head the whole time. Same <laughs> microphone. So what do you think? You think Patson's gonna have a a voice, or is is he gonna be mic'd up? It'll be modulated. Yeah. Well, I I don't. I mean, this is kind of year one, so I don't know if we're modulating yet. You think they're gonna go back to swear to me? No, I don't don't think we're gonna do that. (laughs) Words a trigger. I don't know if we're gonna be. I don't know if we're gonna be as advanced with the modulator, but you know, he's just Robert Pattinson. I can be like. Sparkle to me. Yeah, no, see, that's, that's, right. that's the thing. Okay, okay, okay. Look, <laughs> the whole, look, the whole Twilight thing. <laughs> Listen, the whole Twilight thing. When I first heard that Robin Pattinson was Batman, I'm like, <gasps> okay, because I'm used to the Twilight thing. I mean, that's. Sure. Yeah. So is my wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's just weird. It's just odd, you know, and I guess it's. Um, I, I guess I unfairly have to typecast him because that's what I was so used to for him. But then he was Cedric Diggory. So, yeah, true. Yeah. But I knew him as Edward, and then I see this, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. You but know, then he came, he came out and said, I hope, I hope it's not like a mega fame thing like Twilight was. <laughs> He's like, crazy if he thinks that's like, not going to happen. I'm like, are you, are you effing R word? Like, Batman fame is going to outdo goddamn Twilight fame 20 fold. Like, are, like, are you going yes. to R word? Stop yeah. it. That's like, that's like, it's like, I hope nobody remembers me for this. What? Why? Yeah. What? You're yeah. going to be Batman. Yeah, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be yeah, one exactly. of the most iconic see, characters take, I, in I, history. Well, but then you can be remembered like George Clooney, though. You can be remembered like George Clooney, where they're like, oh, Batman. See, I, I I don't believe that for a second when he said. I mean, I think he was just having fun on the interview. Yeah. Like, okay. you know, I I didn't believe that he actually. Chris, had, you know, I'm a cynic. I'm a cynical. Well, I know like, you're okay, a cynic. You know, like I read that, I just laughed. He he's just playing with the guy. If they think this seriously, they're an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's because he it. did he did another interview, and I can't remember where it was. I, it was either for uh, today or something like that. They was in an interview, and man, I mean. He just did. I, I talking about Bruce Wayne's psychology and just going in. And like, sure. He he's already he's already going deep on it. Yeah, because so. he's a weird fucking artsy fartsy actor now, which is good. <laughs> I think that I think that deep dive into the character mind, like I think that'll work good. But he's gonna be like Jared Leto was weird and was like the Joker on the set of Suicide Squad. Like, like Robert Pattinson's gonna be weird as shit. Like learning all the stuff to do it, but I think it'll help his performance. Like 
in the suit when the camera's rolling, but like off the camera, he's just gonna be this weird fucking guy. Like he's just weird. He's so weird. Minus the mailing of the used condoms, right? Right, exactly. That's what I mean. I say he's not gonna be the extreme. He's not gonna be the extreme as that because I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think he's more like a method actor, so that's that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Right. Well, I think with a good director, I think he's gonna have a really good shot of doing a good job. I mean, I I have no doubts that this is gonna be a good movie. It's Batman. I'm gonna go see it. He's gonna be a CGI monkey Batman. You guys didn't know. The cast they're assembling. The cast they're assembling is just the cast is pretty amazing. It's insane. Pretty amazing. What? Um. Well, real quick, did y'all have anything else about this article you wanted to say? There was okay. There was one more thing I wanted to discuss. Hit me with Um, it. Um. The. First pay, well, at the, when they were talking about how to make Superman more relevant to modern audiences. Yeah. I have seen that, that, like, some other Twitter discussions on that. And I'm thinking, how can you, you know, how can you make him relevant to the day, you know, to, to today? And I'm like, Superman's relevant, I don't care whenever. I mean, my son's nine, and he gets Superman. He understands but I don't know if, if they're looking at the, I don't know, the way things are today versus, I mean, obviously this is not the 80s with Christopher Reeve, but I mean, and it's not, you know, deep dark or anything like that, but it just, that just kind of caught me off guard. Uh, I'm uh, like, uh, what do you mean relevance? I, I hate the idea of relevancy because they brought it up when Brandon Routh was doing it. And yeah. I kind of laughed at the idea. So, okay, we're making Superman relevant by being a deadbeat dad. That's how we're making him relevant, <laughs> exactly. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, and I and I do, and I really do like, uh, you know, his, his portrayal of Superman. You know, for for all for you know some of the flaws and things like that. But I think if you if we're looking at this whole relevancy and things like that, I think one of the best runs, the outright best runs I've seen recently in Superman has been Tomasi's um, Rebirth Superman. Like Son of Superman, his whole run up until Bendis is uh, taking it over. Yeah. My gosh, I mean him, Lois, Jonathan. I mean, you got the family. You got the Superman thing. I mean, again, it's not even relatable. It's just a good story. It made it's it's one of the best stories I've seen since John. Let's go check that out. I, I started picking up when Bendis uh, started writing. I didn't really read read about Superman until then, but. Um, no, you know, f- for me, it's, it's, uh, I, I hate when I hear people say that about not making Superman relatable and with the times or anything, because that's exactly what Snyder did. Like, that's exactly what he did, man. He, he, he made it relatable to, that brought it up to today's date. Everything around was relevant and just like it is in today's, uh, society. And he brought it to the uh, attention of what would actually happen if this happened on earth. If right. he found out an alien on earth. Like, it's more of a realistic human reaction. Oh, Brent hates that. Happened. Brent, he's going he's gonna to be... It, it, it is. He's going to be atting you on Twitter. Hey, you know what? <laughs> oh, hey, they're fine. superheroes. Everything about superheroes means that it's fake. All right, Brent, we get it. We get it. But if you think about it, I mean, you know, when in Superman's infancy, what was he really considered an alien see now we look at him as you know with snyder he's like he's an alien on this planet as in well, someone from another world i think he was always considered an alien as he was a refugee as his planet blew up but i mean that was you know anybody else that knew him that's why you know and it still blows my mind you know okay put glasses on him and he you cannot you don't know who he is it's you know it's, <laughs> it's, it's not about and i think it's it's you know kind of like the same thing i mean Except in the superheroes, okay, 
you can't make it relatable in that sense. It's it's, it's you have to Not suspend really, that belief. Exactly. You have to suspend that belief, but it's got to be a good story. Right. I agree. We have seen almost time and time again super moves. Oh my God, they're kids! But look at how many movies have risen to a level just because of great, outstanding storytelling. That's right. what sells these movies: is the stories and the character dives. Because if you don't have either one of those, you're you're gonna lose. Hands down, nothing. lose. 100%. 100%. And they just yeah, didn't true. give. You know, again, we can say it all up and down. Man of Steel, it's right. too dark. It's too right. that. No, 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 no. You just weren't used to that portrayal. It's never been portrayed like that. You just didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. We're about five years away from Man of Steel being called a cold classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, well, yeah. Okay. We're fine. No, we're finally getting to that status of Watchmen. Like people, they loved it, and then they went to this hate thing, and now people are coming back low key to be like, "Is Watchmen like one of the best? Was it ahead of its time?" And we're like, yeah, mother effort. We've been telling you this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard. Right. Like, yeah. I think but we're about five bad, years away before Man of Steel becomes, becomes like, the cult where people come back and be like, man, is Man of Steel better? I think it was better than I remember. I get it now. Yeah. You're probably right. Probably right. Um, well, if we got nothing else to say about that, man, we'll go ahead and start walking into our next topic because we still got a whole lot to cover here. And Hopefully let's uh, let's let's talk about the new Crisis trailer that came out this week. And I'm gonna start. I was gonna start with Travis tonight because he's a huge Crisis fan. And if you get a chance, go check out his YouTube video, uh, Travis yeah. underscore Hines at one or one five. Travis underscore Hines one five six. Uh, his reaction video on YouTube to watching the trailer. That was pretty good. Yeah. Our little that was great. yeah. It'll put a smile on your face, man. Yeah. Watch this, watching him watch this trailer. It's like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, you know what, Sarah? I'm going to start with you, Sarah. Uh, talk to me about Crisis. What did you think of the trailer? What stood out to you? What did you love? Is there anything you didn't like? And how excited are you for this Sunday? Um, I think what really... You know, I've seen it... <laughs> Seen the teasers, um, like I saw the extended trailer today. I think what's really gotten me is Flash was what brought me into the DCCU. That was that was my first thing. So I've I've followed Barry and Iris and the Cisco the whole nine yards. So I'm emotionally invested in those guys. Okay. So seeing this past episode going into Crisis. I'm freaked out, yeah. <laughs> you know, with the whole, you know, the flash has to die. And, and of course with the, seeing the futuristic, well, um, yeah, he goes missing the, during the crisis. Yeah. And, and then it changes. And all this, back and rebirth, just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say. I, I don't know what to expect. You know, watching this, the, the trailer, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, I, well, do, do you <laughs> know, do you know if they have another season of flash already booked? They purposely have not said anything, but we're all expecting yeah. it. Okay, okay. So do you think they're going to kind of steer away from the way it was in the comics where he may not die in this crisis? Where they're Everybody's actually going to have... He, he, he says or, the, I mean, flash, the, the Flash must die. He didn't say which Flash. He just says uh, the Flash. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you remember like, there's, a, there's, a, they, oh. there's a reason they hung a lantern on the Elseworlds where, a flat, where Oliver had Flash's powers and learned how to use them. There's a reason why they hung a lantern on that. So right. if if Oliver gets if Oliver gets the Flash powers again, he already knows how to use them, so he could be the Flash and he could die. Hmm. Oh man. Well, it's saying that I mean, me. what was it? Oliver's <laughs> supposed to go out too. So I mean, it's. That's a good theory, man. 
Oh, that's a good Nathan, theory. Nathan, there you like, go, buddy. Like, what do you think? Okay, full well, full disclosure, I haven't watched any of this season of The Flash. I fell off after last season. Not that I fell off, but uh, I started this podcast, and then I had a million hours of everything to watch, so I, The Flash just kind of fell in the, in the, on the, by the wayside, even though I love this show. Same with Arrow. Yeah. But I am going to be watching The Crisis, because I'm pretty sure you could probably Me watch too. Crisis without knowing anything else about the rest of the show. I mean, you're going to have watch I mean, you're gonna have people who've never watched anything CW just watching The Crisis yeah, that are yeah, comic-related. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's a draw, yeah. But, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, I, did, I recently, a couple weeks ago, reread Crisis and a whole bunch of backstory. I'm working on a little side project right now. But um, with that idea in mind, Barry at that time in the comics was not a likable character was absolutely not not as much of a likable character as he became in crisis in a few issues of crisis when he passed away and, and wolfman kind of goes into that in his backstory of what they did with barry and it was only after and how how what happened was what people started thinking oh my gosh like oh, he actually looks like he cares about people and what he did to sacrifice you know, just his character was never portrayed that that in the comics, and so this is a very different Barry in the in the show that we get. We get a very likable Barry, yeah. someone that is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not, you know, cocky like he was portrayed before Crisis at that point. So, you know, I am not expecting a. I don't want a page to page. Obviously, it can't be. There's just way be. too much. Right. But. But I love, I'm just, you know, uh, what I'm excited for is seeing how they portray the story. And two, all the cameos and we, and, and Guggenheim has gone up and said there is still at least one huge one that is not out there yet. Really? That he is holding. Michael yes. Rosenbaum. Hey, whatever. I don't believe I'll anyone. I'll take it. Yeah. I will I'll take it. it. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I'll take it. I say it would be greater with that. But he, he, he tweeted out there is. He he, says no one, no one asked if there's one bombastic one. And if it's Rosenbaum, I'm going to love it. I don't God. care. Well, he, five seconds. The cameos. Seeing Kevin Conroy as Kingdom Come in, right. in that. Oh, my gosh. And that <laughs> yeah, is more than, cool. and that it's more than well, just well, one well. quick cameo. He's having conversations with Kate Kane. Mm-hmm. What if the cameo is Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck? What would you think? Okay. What would you think? Oh, <laughs> 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 okay. That's, that's, that's I a, know. That's it's not going to happen. I love to put those extreme things out there. I know it's not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plagueis. Oh, yeah. Plagueis is yeah. Cavill. <laughs> what, what if, what if Darth Vader is, is destroy is all of them? Captain America comes in with the portals. We all start crying. <laughs> Avengers assemble. Let's Ryan Reynolds shows up as Green Lantern and gives you a hug. And goes, Craig, thanks for always having my back. Hey. <laughs> Dude, all this is we we nailed it, guys. We nailed it. Sunday start all. All right, done, done. Crisis on Infinite Earth. Hold my beer. We just created another. Call us next Tuesday. What else, man? Nathan, what's it up to you this, brother? <laughs> Uh, I love Brandon Routh, like I said, choking out heckling Superman. I just love how much bigger he is. And like, he's the Superman that this King of Comes Superman. He just, hey, he's just, I'm not taking no shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just got him up. I love that picture. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Like, I, uh, I just want to see. I just kind of want to see what happens. I want to see if they pull it off. Obviously, they're going to pull it off. But I want to see how they pull it off. You know what I mean? I just uh, I think there's gonna be some good character interactions, especially with all these people we're getting from the multiverse, and it's just gonna be 
So it's going to be uh, tons of fun. I'm ready for it. I and, like I'm not, and, I, and I fell off the CW show as well, but I've been in the habit of the last three years of only watching the crossovers, so I'll be just fine. I love it that you said Ralph is... I just love it that we get Ralph as Superman one more time. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone on set is... They've been saying like how, how awesome he was and just amazingly the presence he had in that costume again. Yeah. Well, he loved the character. I mean, he loved being Superman. I mean, that was yeah. that was his thing. So. Hey, nobody can take away that cool-ass, you know, eyeball shot thing from his movie either. Getting shot in the eyeball, because that was cool as hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is still cool yeah. as hell. It might be one of the, the, like, only good things about the movie, but it's not Brandon's fault. It's everything else, but that was one of the coolest things ever. Still, just, boom, shot in the eyeball, it falls away. And just look at the guy like, what else you got? <laughs> Man, Returns trailer was pretty awesome. It hooked me, I'll tell you that one. If you want to look at the trailers, can we just keep that trailer? Hang on, I'll be right back, guys. You're good. So we'll keep talking some crisis. Um, i trying to think. What is the most surprising thing for me? Uh, it, it really, I guess it really is not a big surprising thing that they're trying to make it seem like Barry and uh, Oliver are like the two, they're the Superman and the, and the, the Batman of this universe. Yeah. Type deal. And you can tell that, you know, with the whole Oliver line about the, you know, if everybody's not evacuated, they're not done type deal. And uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see it, man. I hate that uh, Arrow is coming to an end, but I'm interested to see where they're going in the future with that at least storyline. Because I don't think they're going to get rid of all those characters, even if they end the show, right? Well, they've they already they've got the spinoff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. It's like I said, the, I haven't, um, I haven't watched Streener and the Canaries. Is that what yep. it is? Yeah. Okay. That, that, that'll definitely be interesting to see. Um, trying to think. What do y'all think about Flash's suit this season? He's got his new suit. That bright red. I, mean, I, know he, I know he had the bright red last season, too, but what was the difference? It's like one has the chin strap, one doesn't. Something like that. Something about the yeah, that, the, the emblem, too. Something like that. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it just seems to me a little more scarlet than it has in the past. Yeah. I love the first suit in the first season. Thought that was pretty cool. I but. thought it was just a little too maroon Me to be too. it, but yeah. it was a good first costume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else about this? Uh... With a Velcro symbol on his chest. <laughs> 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 you remember when he changed it out at the end? He was like, "We'll put this on." <laughs> All right. So, yeah, first, doesn't he have like in his ring? Budget. Doesn't he have it like in his ring now? He should. Well, it seems like I remember. What was it like a? Was it this season or in the last season or whatnot? I guess. I think it was the end of last season. Like I said, I haven't seen this season, but I do remember seeing something about a ring. And yeah, because yeah, Travis is going to lose his mind when he yeah, hears Travis talk is about screaming this. at us. Even <laughs> <laughs> when he decides to listen to this, they just haven't used they haven't well, used the ring a lot this season. But I know they he's used it. <laughs> now I know I think it was maybe not the last two episodes, which are were like two-parters but i think the one previous to that it did show him putting the ring on so that gave a little more emphasis to it but um i'm trying to remember if it was yeah but i do remember seeing that so i know he has the ring where but i can't remember when like if cisco gave it to him and said here you go it's like a little mini suitcase you know that kind of thing yeah he finally, he finally figured out the yeah exactly all right, so uh, y'all got anything else about the Crisis on Infinite Earths? I know we're excited to see it. It comes out this Sunday. 
No, I'm uh, I'm ready to watch. Yep. Y'all ready to talk some uh, some Titans? Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. not. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. I hear you. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Um, Chris, I'm gonna start off with you with this one, buddy. Actually, Nathan, let's save you for last because I think sure. you have yeah. sure. you have a slightly different opinion than, than I think the rest of maybe. us have. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, so, Chris, let's start off with you, man. What do you think, season two overall? And let's talk about the finale. Yeah, um, definitely better than season one. I think most of us are slightly in agreement on that. Um, mm-hmm. You know. I thought it was good. I think I was taken very much aback by how quickly Deathstroke was taken down. I know we saw a quote-unquote body, but I want to think that we have not seen the last of that character. At least I hope not, because Deathstroke Deathstroke and the Titans are just always tied together. They are always at some point or another, so I would not be surprised if we don't. If it continues on with Titans past season three, you know, I would love to see him back again. I thought he did an amazing portrayal, but I don't, I did not like how quickly it was dispatched. Loved Dick as Nightwing. A whole, you know, this was a season for him to grow. And I totally can buy and, and appreciate that we did not see Nightwing until the end because this was his journey to get his head back on straight. Um, the death of Donna, I didn't like that. That how it was, because that just seemed to be. But I did like, and I'm giving her credit as due because I thought it. But I, I just listened to part of, uh, you know, DCTV uh, Squadcast and what they said in the sense of an original had to go to get this team back on it as the family. And I just didn't like how. I, it it, it would be fine with Donna. I just didn't like how it was done. Yeah. Like originally, I actually thought it was going to be Hank. I didn't think it was going to be Dawn. I thought it was going to be Hank. The way they've been going through the story, yeah, that would have yeah. made more sense. I thought, I thought Hank would have been taken down. Oh. Yeah, man, I, I agree. Um, I spell that. Uh, I'm going to go refill my beer. Sarah, tell us what you think about it. There was. I, I completely agree with the the death stroke because that was just that was just tied up too easily and too simply. Um, the whole this this entire season, I've just kind of struggled with Dick as well because I'm thinking <laughs> you are taking some yeah exactly. I'm <laughs> like um phrasing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like it just seems like he he just took too much onto himself and it was a. Dis- for him to kind of get his head out of his butt and stop blaming Bruce for everything that ever happened to him, you know, after the fact, um, and his relationship with the other Titans. Um, I had a big, I think the one big problem I had with him was after he confessed his deal about Jericho and whatnot and how Ariel was like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. You suck. I'm thinking, hey, you guys were there too. You guys were just as much at fault as he was so why is he taking the brunt of it but as far as the the finale it was like raise your hand if you have felt bad for gar this entire season being completely underused or the fact of just kind of thrown out there and you just leave him with connor and he's like okay what am i supposed to do (laughs) 
Everybody mm. else, what am I supposed to do? That, that was a real <laughs> bad. I, I felt, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Oh my gosh, you left this poor kid with this guy, this, this, this thing that could don't... destroy everyone. What the heck? <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, okay. And then whenever you do transform, you're completely naked when you come back to your human form. That's not vulnerable at all. Oh. Aren't they going to get him a suit? I heard I heard next season we're going to get a tasteful underbag. We're going to get a tasteful underbag shot. So, you know, I'm just letting you guys be in for that. Sarah, you had, you had said something about, like, you know, it kind of went through a huge thing. Nick's been like that pretty much portrayed a lot, much more introspective, yeah. especially whenever, like, Battle for the Cowl, when he did become Batman afterward, he's always been that almost you know somewhat kind of i guess a little bit too introspective but it, that's yeah. that is his character that you know it, it I, I thought they did a great job looking at it it might have dragged it on a little bit too long but right i it, it is it, it does but i am kind of coming at this because I'm, I'm not that i'm not familiar with the actual the comic backstory mm-hmm. so i guess as far as you know i'm kind of taking it as you know i'm not looking at the Teen Titans Go, which <laughs> that big boy, yeah. Hey, my kids but, love that show, or my daughter loves that show, man. Oh yeah, my son is just pretty all fun about show. that. Yeah. But um, he, I guess it's like, okay, how much more are you just gonna beat yourself up about things that you can or cannot control? I mean, it's, I don't know. I guess I guess well, it's just from as a fan standpoint, it's just like how much Dick more self degradation are you to do? Well, Dick's always struggling not to be Bruce, but to be the best, to be the what yeah. Bruce should be. He yeah. wants to be the best parts of it, but never be the the bad parts. Right. If um, if you ever get a chance, and if you haven't, um, that that Robin Eternal is a great <laughs> dive into. Um, the idea of the Robins and, and yes. the effect uh, that they have on, on Bruce and what's mm-hmm. it called? One of Batman and Robin Eternal. It was their really second, good read. It was their second. You know, the first one, Batman Eternal, was the awful year storyline, but Batman and Robin Eternal was half the year. It just specifically focuses on what, why the why Batman needs a Robin and how important right. the Robins are Batman. And it's mm-hmm. really a good introspective dive to all three, all, all, no, even more than that, all the Robins. Huh. So. That's a really good read. Um, for, for me, I felt like, okay, here, here was my deal with, with the finale of this, this series, or the season. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with Chris on this. It, the second season was far superior to the first season. Even the first season was still really good. I love the second season, but the, the final episode, for me, needed to be in should have been two episodes. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like the Death Star and the Cadmus thing should have. They should have done one or the other, or they should have had two different episodes. And I thought, I, th- I thought they were leading in, into being Cadmus being the big bad for next season. Especially with the way this one started out, I was like, okay, it's definitely going to end with Cadmus and you know the next season. But they didn't run like that. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, Everything was just kind of tied up too neat. It was just kind of like a. It was, hold on, I'll be back for a minute. No, you're fine. Uh, I, I agree, Chris. The the Deathstroke uh, death was way too easy, it seemed like. You know, um, they wrapped that story up. Quick. 
I didn't mind them uh, kind of dragging out the Nightwing story as long as we got a good reveal at the end. We didn't get a great reveal at the end. We got a pretty good one. It was, it was fun to watch, but it was uh, a little lackluster for what I was expecting. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. I do remember we were going to record last Friday. We ended up not being able to because of Thanksgiving and you know other stuff going on. And um, because of that, I kind of put off watching the episode, and all I kept hearing online from everybody was how terrible the episode was and how terrible the finale was. So I didn't watch it until today because... I love this show, and I didn't want to sour my opinion of this show based on the finale. But I gotta say, it had some parts to it that were, you know, not as enjoyable, or I felt like they could have gone a different ra- uh, path with. But it really wasn't that bad. I mean, it was a pretty mm-hmm. good episode. Definitely better than the finale of the first season, minus the Batman fight in the finale of the first season. That was pretty cool. Um, well, but I, I enjoyed it. Let me ask you one thing. Now, I've, I've I've heard some other reviews of this of the finale, whatnot. Nobody mentioned the fact of seeing Jason at the very end for like those few seconds. Nobody has mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting because throughout the whole thing, I'm thinking, where's he at? Because you see Rose pop up, mm-hmm. but then you see Jason, no, you know, especially after he had his drama breakdown with Rose. Oh my gosh. That was him paying his respects at the funeral. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. That is so, a good I mean, question, though, is where do they go in the future with that? Like, how, how, do, they, how do they paint this picture now? But, I mean, it shows that he still did. crowbar. He still does care. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Crowbar. I like it. I like it. I mean, that would be a good way to write him out of the Titans and be able to get him away from the story, keep him alive, and bring him back in one day as, as Red Hood. And I, I, that's a great way to do it. Um, for, for, for this episode, I thought the Donna Troy death was dumb unnecessary very poorly done i didn't like i didn't like how they did that i, I don't get how you kill uh themiscurium with electricity that doesn't bode well with me no. I, I don't know um i just didn't like the way they did that i i am almost 100 percent positive they're bringing her back next year that was the whole rachel leaving at the end talking about i might uh-huh. be able to bring her back of course you're going to be able to bring her back <laughs> That's the yes. reason why they. Well, that's the reason why they filmed this scene was to let people know that she's going to come back. You're going to go do that. So I, Donna, I just think it's unnecessary. Donna Troy has one of the most convoluted uh, origins of probably any character in the DC universe. Just like how many reboots, re- retcons. Oh my gosh! I mean, I can't even go into which which Donna are we looking at here? Pre crisis, post crisis, New Fifty Two. I have no idea which one we're looking at here. Uh, so okay, we've all given our opinions here. Nathan, I know uh, you have some strong ones, man. What's your uh, what's your okay. take, brother? So you guys have heard my opinion throughout the series. Like you know, I like the series. The first half of the 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 first episode, that first half was a little. You know, we were like, all right, we can definitely tell. But that second half of the first episode, we were like, hell yeah! And like what the first four, five, six, seven episodes, all very strong, great character work, great costume work, good fighting. It was good. It was good, good. And then we got to Dick going to prison for whatever reason. I don't know. And then, like, he just gets himself out just like they're just going to let this son of a bitch get out. Like, they don't know who he is. And, like, that's how he gets his Nightwing name. And I'm like, okay. Like, I hope this isn't starting to trend to something. So, like, then let's fast forward to the finale. And what the fuck happened to this show? 
Everybody sitting in the car. Uh, yes, and they, they're just going to sit there, you know, and they just, in the end of the episode, we see Donna with her super speed, so she can't just run with her super punch fucking Deathstroke while Dick's fighting her. Like, what? what is, ha- what happened? They rushed through that so quickly. And then we got, we got Beast Boy that's all like brain scrambled and stuff. Okay, so we send him out to, we send him out to the fair and he starts eating people. And, and, and in his tiger form because we haven't done anything with him because we can't afford the fucking budget to have him in the show but we're still going to try to shoehorn him in because we don't we don't want to admit that we fucked up by having him in here So, but we're just going to keep shoehorning and putting him off to the side and then when we do get him in there it's like everything's going to get resolved real quick and you've got Superboy in the show which super, can't, I mean, this kid is great this kid is great as Superboy he's been in everything but even Superboy can't save him because like Cadmus shit feels it, they did the same thing and they took they took two halves of a season and shit and shoved it all together and they did it terribly. The character dialogue, it was all fucking terrible. Can we talk about Rose's fucking terrible mask? What bleh, yeah. what was that yuck? I didn't like was that. that plastic? Was that, that plastic yeah. helmet half helmet with the cloth <laughs> thing in the back that barely tied over her wig. Yuck. Yuck. Do yeah. better. That was gross. Okay. That, that was that was that ugh, what is that? And then like we said, we get to the end here. And we've got Superboy sitting here, okay? We've got Superboy, who is, what, the Boy of Steel, who is just, I mean, maybe he might be, a, he might just be a hair slower than Superman and all that other stuff, you know, be, be a blowing. But this tower's falling, and we got Superboy sitting there, and he can hear and he can see all this shit, but we got Donna Troy that super speeds over there and gets electrocuted to death. What? What? Yeah. When Super Superboy ain't come over there and grab that and get electrocuted and go, oh god, man, that's kind of sizzle, guys. Ooh, that sparks. <laughs> Stings a little. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck happened? What happened? They forgot who they were writing. They just wanted to get to this. Look, guys. Hey, hey, look, guys. We're gonna have Cadmus next season. And look, we killed somebody off. And we know it should have been Beast Boy, but ah, look, we got Donna killed off. And we're gonna bring her back because we showed you that that Raven doesn't have control of her powers and her weird powers made a weird gargoyle come to life and kill something. So. <laughs> Hey, 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 we're going to bring her back. Like, what happened? I mean, okay. Everyone, this is a preview for next week. Just get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Last I mean, Jedi, you ain't seen nothing yet. This oh, is, yeah. This, is still, yeah. Oh, yeah. this is still Nathan holding back. Wait till yeah. next week. I mean, that was, ugh, what happened? The one, Okay, I, I've, I've thought about the, the scene with Nightwing and Deathstroke and while all the ladies were sitting in the car. And I'm thinking the only way I can kind of rationalize that is maybe it's just the... he Dick knows he has to get Jericho out because if not, his mom's going to kill him because <laughs> she said, you get my boy. Oh, cool. So, so Jericho's now trapped. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. that yeah, now he's in his sister. Yeah, he's in was, his sister. Okay, yeah, first of all, why did he teleport into him? That was so stupid. That was so <laughs> stupid. Oh, okay, now he's... Stay, uh, stay alive. No, that's stupid. They should have killed him. They should have killed him. That was stupid. Okay, uh, I get it. We're going to okay. ghost into my dad, and I'm going to be trapped in here. Get yeah, out now, of here. Now, so, yeah, so now it's his daughter and his, his son. So I, I don't know how that's going to work. But yeah. the only the only way I can rationalize that while everybody was sitting in the car just looking like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Okay, maybe they're just like, oh my gosh, that's a great suit, which we already <laughs> seen like last season. Right, right. I mean, can can you at least save a little bit for somebody to be surprised? 
But, you know, maybe she's like, oh, well, this is a part of Dick's redemption as well. So to defeat Deathstroke and get Jericho out and save him. I'm like, that's the only that's the only rational conclusion I can have to make it where it sound makes sense. I mean, I mean, it's fair arguments you're making there, Nathan. And I, I understand definitely some of the stuff you're saying. But for me, it didn't ruin the show. No. But I mean, you can Ruined really. That episode. You, it was okay, rushed. I'll give you that. You, you can say that about anything, though, man. I mean, think yeah. about like, uh, well, okay, I don't care. I'm just gonna use the example. Think What's about that? the like Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War. Why okay. couldn't you? Why couldn't you just you know put a portal around damn his hand and cut his arm off? You could. That, so it's, that's what I'm saying. You you can do that about any movie where you can say, oh well, why can't they do? Why didn't they just do that? Greg. Um, but but Greg, yeah. I will watch Infinity War over this Titans finale any day of the week because Infinity War well, is yeah. actually put together a coherence. And I this will, is not. This too. is a yeah. choppy fucking mess. Too. Yeah, hundred percent. But I mean, okay. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying you can look at every you know thing made and say, oh well, they could have just done this much easier. Why didn't they do this? And you know, it's just director's choice, I guess. But I get you. Uh, I, 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 I will tell you this. I got. I, I thought one of the, my personal one of the best moments in this was Bruce going full Oracle on yeah. on, Merc, on Mercy. <laughs> just yeah. saying, I'm sorry, bidding war is over. Just sipping his tea. That was pretty cool. That yeah. that 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 I could see is probably the one of the best Bruce Wayne portrayals that he's done in this season. Well, yeah, he he did a really good job this season. I I, I enjoyed him as Bruce Wayne. I could definitely see it. Uh, I you know. I, it's difficult to see him as Bruce Wayne and not ever see him in the cowl and try to imagine it, but I could see him in the cowl. Sure you can. So. You see him in the cowl when you see his bald spot. That's from the cow rubbing his. That's from the cow rubbing his ball back there, guys. Come on. <laughs> He's the most Batman fucker in live action we've ever had. Makes perfect sense. But mm-hmm. um, oh, wait, I wanted to ask one more thing. Uh, was that Blackfire at the end, very end? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. So okay. that is going to be the big thing no, no, no. next next season. No, no, no. All right. You remember? Um, you know what else irks me? When Starfire is talking about her sister, she calls her Blackfire. That is not her fucking name. Your name was Coriander. Her name was like Comandar or something like that. Yeah. Why wouldn't she call her by her name? You know, whatever is like Coman. I know I'm saying it's stupid, but like Como. What's this say? Whatever. You know, Comandar or whatever. But on the battlefield, she was known as the Blackfire. You would not call her. Fucking Blackfire. Yuck. Stop it. Yeah, we get it. You're hanging a lantern on it. We get it. But there's a better way of doing it. Look, I just wrote a better fucking scene for you in three seconds of thinking about it than you guys did putting it in the show. And you were right, too. Commander. Yeah, Commander. Yeah. But on the battlefield, she was known as the Blackfire. Boom. Not my sister. Blackfire. Shut up. They don't even call you Starfire. What the? What? Stop it. Stop writing a better storyline. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just so disappointed because it was so good. It was so man. good. They should listen to us for next season, and we can mm-hmm. we can write the whole season for them. We're good to go. But um, mm-hmm. what else, man? Y'all think anything else about Titans? Uh, overall, season two much better than season one. I still love this show. Me too. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I love it. I mean, it's been like I'm like I told you guys. You know, mentioned you guys earlier. I mean, we got to wait till what fall of next year. I don't know if I can handle it. That's what I was just about to ask you is how long it was going to be. Fall till next year. Good. I mean, that's gracious. that's what I said. Like fall twenty twenty. I'm just no, no. I need it before that. <laughs> that means that we're going to, have to go back and rewatch all of season one and two before we watch season three. So we're going to forget it between now and then. Sure. Well, maybe we'll just be all that Marvel, um, like with the Loki and all that kind of stuff, because that's supposed to come out what February. 
some of those are supposed to come out, you know, like the first of next year. On Disney Plus, the new shows. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll I'm, be like the filler sure. to kind of to to fill that void until. <laughs> you just have stuff yeah. staggered out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's that's the only thing I hate about that. You get so invested in a series, and then if you come in on it a little bit later, like I did, you're able to stream and get up to speed, and then wait in a week, which that's stress enough as it is. And yeah. now you're telling me I have to wait another till next almost a year? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. long no. Probably nine, months, probably nine months to have a baby. You know what I mean? Long yeah, exactly. Like, no. Well, I need it now. Na- Nathan controls my DVR, and he gives me mm. plenty of stuff to watch. So I'm sure that I'm going to have plenty of stuff sure. to fill my time between now and then. Uh, gives right. me hours and hours of content to watch. But um, All right, cool. If y'all got nothing else to say about that, man, we'll go ahead and go into the last topic of tonight. And hey, let's... wait, wait. I got one last thing to say about Titans. Do it. I'm not I'm not mad at my child. I'm disappointed. Okay? Okay, and everybody knows that's even worse. That's even worse whenever you heard that as a kid. So, Titans, I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed. Okay? <laughs> there you go. Okay? You go sit in the corner and you think about that. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Please, boy, go eat, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you can turn um... into a all you can do right now. let's go ahead and talk some mandalorian and before we talk get into mandalorian we do have a show question tonight from our boy jr batman uh and he we are he asked us um about the mandalorian let me actually look it up verbatim real quick so that i can read it out directly and be a little more accurate with it but until then what do y'all think uh mandalorian so far how are you liking it I will babysit that little yodeling any day. <laughs> and you won't and charge I, for it, right? Yeah, and for free. I will, for free. It does not matter. Let me hold that baby. It is perfectly fine. I'm good with that. It, it, it continues to, you know, keep it. I thought this week's episode was kind of like a a small step back. It didn't do anything new. Didn't do anything old. It almost seemed like a filler. It, it definitely you. was a filler. I mean, I, I, I love... Nothing uh, it, happened. It, no, nothing. Nothing moved the story along. It was just like a, a rest stop area, which is basically what Tatooine is. <laughs> but did he walk into the cantina? Was that the cantina? That was. That was. I Mos- think it was. was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, okay. he landed at Moist like, Leslie. Yes, because I heard that. You no, know, he landed. He well, that's what, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we're talking about, it, he landed his ship where where the Falcon was, right? Mm-hmm. Like in 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 a New Hope, where the Falcons park. You know, the Falcon where they come in on it. Isn't that? Mm-hmm. Isn't that where uh, he pulled into the space? We're at that same circle. That's what it looked like. Diddly doodler. I mean, so. If we heard Docking Bay 24, mm-hmm. 25, it's one of the two. And I'm just trying to remember New Hope because he tells them Docking Bay what? It was 23 yeah. in this yeah. episode, I think, wasn't it? Okay. I don't could, know. That would have been a nice callback, and I could see Favreau pulling that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I loved I loved the bonk droids. You know, <laughs> yeah. Little, uh, from, from the clone, you know, from, yeah. what was it, Clone mm-hmm. or Phantom Menace? Yeah, yeah. That what, what, yeah, I love those seeing those just three little bulk droids and they get scared and they squat down in their little things. Uh, that was cool. <laughs> hey, y'all, I gotta tell you, man, there is only one thing cuter than Baby Yoda, and that's my new puppy, Obi. You know, Aww. but that 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 thing is so cute, man. They did such a great job making that character lovable, that little oh. baby cooing. And I'm you do not, you don't leave a baby by itself. Because no, they will, the... they will wake up and they will figure out how to get out of that crib. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check it out. I found, I found JRB's uh, question real quick, so I'm just gonna oh, read yeah. it. He says, basically, why Pascal? Uh, 
I heard Favreau won a Pascal, but this is an oddity in that we haven't seen him. In in, in my view, Pascal was a big star from the show or from the show. I'm a, or star before the show, so I'm assuming he's talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, so it and must have been Narcos. Narcos. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so was it his voice or, or the big name being attached and the, or the way he carries himself or all of the above? There you go. So he, he's basically asking why Favreau was why he chose Pascal. Um, and uh, Ke- or, sorry, Sarah, you uh, <laughs> you brought up a, a great article almost immediately after I posted this question, and give it a little insight to that. What I was talking about. Um, basically, I mean, I mean, that was a great question because you know you always wonder is like why do certain people you know think about certain people for roles? Um, the one I came across is basically, from what I can tell, Pascal was a Star Wars fan. I mean, it you know. But it doesn't really say why Favreau chose him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe Favreau thought he was, you know, an awesome actor. Maybe, like I said, maybe he did like his voice because really you're going to hear more of his voice. Maybe it's like more of the voice acting versus because you're I, not going to see his face. Right. I think I think it's more in the last thing that, Jared, that he said there. The way he carries himself. It's the body yeah. language. He's got a helmet yeah. on the whole time. He does a lot of acting with his little subtle body movements and his right. twitches. The way he leans, the way he kind of nods his head, mm-hmm. I think it's all. I think it was all about that presence he brings. He carries yeah, himself. He carries himself, and when he when he walks in, he, they needed somebody. When they walk into a room, everybody notices. You know what I mean? You got to have somebody that you know what I'm saying that carries themselves well. The, the, their presence there, because like I said, we don't get to see his face. We fall in love with this character. We follow this character. And we like him all with just body language and emotion and a little bit of dialogue and the situations that he's in. That's interesting yeah. you say that because in this article, um, it just kind of discussed a little bit how Pascal prepared for the role. Mm-hmm. And basically saying that, and I'm just going to have to read this because saying to get into character, he was inspired by Clint Eastwood in Man with No Name. The fusion mm-hmm. of the Western bravado and samurai mythos combines to create a gunslinger who can shoot a stormtrooper in the neck without breaking his stride or even turning his head. <laughs> But and Perfect. I think this this episode really shows that. Yeah. That was more of well, even the first episode, you know, strolling into the the bar or whatnot, just walks in is like, I can take you live, I can take you warm, take you cold. Mm-hmm. You know, your choice. <laughs> Either way, I don't care. You coming with me. But yeah. I like that bravado and maybe that was one of the reasons why Favreau was drawn to him. And then yeah. You know, saying that, you know, well, Fabro wants me to play or, you know, wants me to audition. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Because, sure. mm-hmm. I mean, who isn't a Star Wars fan? <laughs> it, it's, you know, Pat Pascal, I think when he was cast, I, I brought up the point, you know, he's not just an actor. He's a writer. He's a producer. He's, mm-hmm. a, he, he, he's a lot. He, he's very, very much more famous than people really understand. And has done so much, and you're right. It takes a higher caliber actor to not say you're going to be behind a mask. And I hope they never take the helmet off because we don't need to see what he looks like. I know all, all some people. I want to see what he looks like. That'll destroy who the character is. You're exactly right, Sarah. In the sense of, in the sense of, this is what he's portrayed. You don't need to see his face. This is more. It, it fits the it's character. The way. It, it is the way. This is the way. <laughs> and just the understanding of what he can do and what's what it is i mean he it, it takes a lot more 
to be yeah. behind a mask than it is just to see. I heard. You know, I heard they were going to switch things up, and the and the yodeling was going to get Pedro Pascal pregnant because technically <laughs> it's old. It's technically older than him, so they're going to really fuck some people up out there. And their baby is Snoke, right? <laughs> and their baby Snoke. And their baby, and their baby is Snoke. Snoke that would turn out to be Plagueis. <laughs> and rise is Anakin. There you go. There you go. Well, you know what's what's great about uh, Pascal or Pascal, at least for me, uh, I, I don't know why he was chose to play this part. Uh, it may have just been there. There may be some inside stuff with their friends. Like I said, it may be just a um, him being a Star Wars fan and and uh, you know Favreau won him because of the bravado. He does a really good job, carries himself well. It, it when I see him in character, at least because you never haven't seen his face yet, and I have a strong belief that by the end of the season we're going to see his face. And that may be part of the reason why he picked that character because this is what he wants the image of this character to look like. Um, but you know, you just see certain characters that play certain roles well. Like uh, Charlie Cox plays a great guy that's blind. Like when I look at him yeah. and he plays Daredevil, I, I I think that guy's blind. Like he does a great mm-hmm. job with that. Forrest Gump plays a great guy who's mentally handicapped. You know, or, excuse me, not Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks. Plays a great guy who's mentally handicapped. I was gonna say Sorry. Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 uh, you know, um, he just does a great job playing, like you said, a gunslinger, a guy who he's an asshole, or excuse me, he's a badass but not an asshole. Right. And he does a great he's job a, portraying he's that. He's the a hole with the heart of gold. Right. Right. He does a great well, that's, job. That's what I mean. That. That's what it takes. Like when he says it's the way, it takes it to a whole new level. It's like mm-hmm. this is this is the way. This is how I am. It is. Take it or leave it. It is what it is. And um, I think that's I, that's fantastic. <laughs> I still think I still think Nick Nolte's come up with my favorite meme in the last five years. You know, the, I am spoken. The way he kicks that little leg, the way he kicks that, I get a crack. I crack up every time the way he says the first time. I have spoken, and the way he kicks that little leg real fast to get that yeah. thing to turn. I laugh every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that, that's it for me. I don't really have any other reason or maybe why. The, the character was selected. I don't know anything kind of behind it. He like said the article that uh, we found uh, tells how it happened, but not really why. Yeah. Um, maybe it's going to be something we're going to see in the future, but it may just be a matter of, you know, I liked him as in the role, and that's who I wanted to cast, and he didn't turn it down. Right. Type deal. Um, but all right, so uh, that's kind of the question. Let's just talk some Mandalorian. What do you guys think? Last two weeks, we haven't talked about... The last two weeks, I don't think. I think we're two episodes behind. So, uh, what's going on, man? How y'all like? Last week was interesting. The way they used the ATST is like almost like a monster. You know what I mean? Like a horror movie coming into that village, and so they could teach them to protect themselves and stuff. I thought that was a. I just like the way they used it. You know what I'm saying? It was old, crickety, and like just when it coming rising up over the trees and shit and scared the hell out of them. Yeah. Well, now what was it? They they got reprogrammed by that tribe, right? And they were uh, using it to attack. Well, the ra- the raiders yeah. were using it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it but, totally stressed me out. Like the very first scene with the the mother and daughter, I'm like, oh god, what would I do in that situation? Oh no, jump in the nasty water with a basket over your head. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. It, and I was just, oh, I was stressing out. I was like, if they find that, if they shoot that basket, oh, I will just lose it. So, uh, little baby Yoda walk around just sipping on soup and shit. That's the new. That's that replaced the Kermit sipping on tea. It's like baby Yoda sipping on soup. Yeah. yeah. How about him spitting that frog out? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, don't do that. He's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to know with with his new bet, the Beskar armor. Mm-hmm. 
Why has he got all new armor everywhere except for his right thigh? Like, he gave her plenty of, of stuff to melt down. Why wouldn't you just give him the, the whole full shindig? Because the rest he, is for the foundlings. Exactly. This is the way. Exactly. Right, but how, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> how, much, how much more would it have taken to make that last? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, loving this show, man. Uh, love his ship. Even though it did seem like his ship was getting messed up really bad, and then all of a sudden, as soon as he defeated the, the guy that was uh, in the dogfight with him. Yeah, uh, that guy? Episode, was, he, was he just like just hey, some random, random, wait, random bounty hunter, I think. Have you guys seen okay. all the memes from the th- from the, that last week's episode, though, where Baby O is flipping the switches and they're putting every kind of music you can think <laughs> of, which is, and I die laughing at all of them, because I thought that was the cutest thing over, where the very last time, it just yeah. looks straight out and reaches over with a tan, because anybody that's got little kids, you know, two or three yes. years old before, Knows they've seen that exact thing happen to them, and it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. This? What? This? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, definitely. Puppy <laughs> right here that wants to get to everything, so I definitely know what it's all about. But um, yeah. What else, man? Uh, this week. Uh, this week. Uh, uh, how about the jetpacks? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, okay. the whole assembly of the uh, of, of the Mandalorians. Well, and, yeah. and what's and what's so funny about that is while we were watching, because I I watched the episode before my family does, and then when I come when I get home, we sit there and watch it, and my son's sitting there, and and it was I guess Mando is that his nickname now? I guess. Whenever, so. Yeah, when he was in his dilemma, my son's like, "Use your jetpack." I'm like, "Son, he doesn't have one," and then like. Two scenes later, boom, here they all come. He's like, there they are. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe he'll get one soon. I don't yeah. know. Well, he says at the end of the episode, he goes, I got to get me one of them. Exactly. He's flying out of there. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just every, it seems like every episode makes, at some point in time, I drop my jaw. Uh, I, I, I did love seeing Tatooine this episode. Yeah. yeah. But it disappoints me that John Favreau was the director of this episode, and I feel like really nothing happened. And, like, they made this big deal about, like, May Wing now coming in, and, like, she was a badass that got killed by a dork that all of a sudden tried to be tough. Like, what happened? I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I don't know. It didn't make, didn't make much sense to me, honestly. I don't what? think Favreau directed this one. No, no, no. Filoni did is what I meant. Yeah. I meant okay. Maybe that's why. It's because it's a fill- the filler kind of episode. Mm-hmm. It wasn't part of the main storyline, but... But the uh, thing about the Mandalorian, you can tell they love Star Wars. Oh, this God, yeah. feels like you're watching Star Wars. It feels yeah. like you're watching A New Hope. It fe- feels like you're watching the the first three trilogies, the yeah. first trilogy. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's what's so crazy. That's why you have a different feel for each one. But this one, that's what it feels like to me. Right. So I have a question. How come every time you look through a pair of binoculars in the Star Wars? movie or tv show it's always like fuzzy screen and like breaking up and everything and the guy even said that little dickhead that was the bounty hunter he was trying to help he even said those are brand new and when you look through them they're like fuzzy and you know break like what what is that why is every single vision or the through binoculars and star wars like that well it's just like everything else why you have all this fantastic technology but it feels like it's it's like <laughs> Secondhand that's, garbage. I don't that's know. That's <laughs> a good point. That's a very, very good point. Yeah. I mean, look at those speeders. You're like, how are those things even working? But they do hover, which is better yeah, exactly. than we've got. You have this technology, but it looks just like you just made it out of garbage parts. I don't know. It's crazy. 
Chris, tell me, Chris, tell me what you thought about the guy who was the bounty hunter he was helping in this episode. Because for me personally, <clears throat> he just had that douchebag look to him. You know, like the second you saw him, the second, first second you heard him talk or saw him, it's a guy that if I saw in a bar, I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't want to be around. I don't know why. There's something about the way he looked. If you look like that, I'm sorry. Don't hang out with me. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Not if you look like that. I'm saying anybody who's listening, if you look like that, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just, but uh, go ahead, Chris. What did you think about that guy, man? I, I I didn't trust him. You know, that I had a feeling he was going to betray him in the end. At that point, it just too, you know, too put together. It's just like uh, I don't buy that. You know, maybe your first time, but you're trying to get, you're using everything to not to get in the guild when you really shouldn't be in the guild to begin with. Right. And you know, fact that he just killed the assassin the way it happened at that point is just like, ugh. All right. Well. And I hope you, so you, just, you, I hope you get wiped out pretty darn quick at that point. And thankfully he did. Right. Oh yeah. And, and we're dumping him in Beggar's Canyon. Right. So he got he got his. He definitely did. What do you think about the assassin, man? Shoot. I would have liked to have seen more. I guess I was kind of surprised we didn't get more out of her. Yeah. What was her name? What was her name? Uh, she's in uh, Agents Agent of Shield. Agent Melinda May. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, it's the, the character it's... name, not the actress name. Oh. No, I yeah. don't know what her name was in the show. Yeah, I think it was just a throwaway character for the no, show. They, did. Sure. Had, they said her name, but I don't remember. Yeah. No, they did just say her name, but I don't think it was important. Uh, it's like the, like the douchebag's name. They said his name. Okay. Yeah. What was so, well, the, the thing about it that struck me as so funny is when you first saw that fella sitting there in the cantina, I'm thinking, okay, now what? He's going he's gonna to have a baby. Now what? He's going to have a teenager? Mm-hmm. Because that was just kind of like, that's how that kid seemed like he was acting. Oh, I need help to do this, and oh, you're gonna get, you're gonna pick up one, another one to try to take care of. Okay. But then it's like the whole thing about the guild. I'm like, if you're trying to get into the guild or whatnot, you're going about this the whole, not the, not the way. Because, not the way. This is not the way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was just kind of. I did like when he when he was trying to make it seem like you know he was sleeping at that point and, and yes. Mandalorian goes, "Are you Are done you? yet? Yeah. Shut up." <laughs> so, guys, big big question. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that article. I'm sure you did about how they're delaying the release of the end of Mandalorian. So that because of the movie coming out. Uh, so that. Is that confirmed? Moving up an episode. No, moving up not, an episode. and they've said that they said that months ago before that thing came up. So does that confirm you think though that something in this show has to do with episode nine? They did. That's why they're moving up that episode the week of. Okay, yeah, I know it was part, only a few weeks ago we were talking about that. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna show a scene or behind the scenes or something. It's not, you know what I mean? They're showing a clip. It's special. It's a special lead-in or whatever. Okay, so it's it's not it's not anything to do with the actual storyline of the show having to do with the movie. No. Okay, so there's no way that Baby Yoda is Snoke. Thanks. Thanks. Drop the ears. Nathan, Nathan the <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the most extreme theory I can here, you know. No, I'm Maybe he gets you, his ears it. cut off and that's why he becomes evil. <laughs> you know? I'm telling that's you, I've got my theory. Thing. I've got my theory. I think somehow some way i don't know who gets it there i don't know how it happens but i think that that baby ends up 
with the Chist Ascendancy, which is Thrawn's, uh, Admiral Thrawn's fucking people out there in the unknown regions to, uh, to where to the Empire that we know, the unknown regions, but to them, that's like their home space and all that shit out there. And like he ends up out there. I don't know how it happens, but that's my crazy wackadoodle theory. Again, stop writing better stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You should get paid for this, man. Yeah, because Eli Vanto's already out there working with them, and they're, he's trying to figure out why why their uh, their navigators are called Skywalkers, and they lose their power, their their force senses that guide their ships, but they lose their power by the time they're like twelve. Except then, like Vanto's a human that's been trained. He's trying to figure out why, and what better way to do that than to have a fifty-year-old toddler that's strong in the force, so a perpetually young kid that can grow. In, I don't know. I worked it all out in my head, but I have. There probably ain't no fucking way it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea where they're going with this series. Uh, how it's gonna be connected to anything, if it is, mm-hmm. other, other than like I said, Baby Yoda being Snoke. It's the only yeah. thing I can see. It's it's only Baby logical. Snoke. Well, he he must have hit a fucking growth spurt because Snoke was tall and. Hey, like they said at the beginning, different species age differently. You know, maybe the first fifty years they're an infant, and then after that they're you know old. Yeah, but not Yoda was like nine hundred. He was still like that size. Judge, well, judge, judge me by my size, again. do you? Yeah, Yoda started small. Too. He got big and then went small again. You know. Yeah, it's like they, it's like they're like teeny tiny, then they get like real big, and then they just start. <laughs> right. Yeah, just like in real life, you know. Yeah. Short, tall, short. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, you guys got anything else you want to say about the Mandalorian? I mean, we're covering as it goes. We're doing about every two or three episodes up until, you know, Star Wars coming out pretty soon. Um, no, no. but I really don't did, have anything other, other than did Mike. Everybody, did everybody check the trailer out for the boys season two? I have not yet. Because that's going to be awesome coming back. That is going to be awesome. Only a small amount of blood. They're, yeah. they're scaling yeah. back. They're scaling back. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They got all those bad ratings from all the blood in the first one, you know. So, mm-hmm. just kidding. I'll that have to check that out. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. I've heard of it, but I haven't had an opportunity oh, to see it. God. I'm sorry. What? No, 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 sorry. no, 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 no. The boys is not one to watch with the kids, but like, no. oh no, you, no. you and your husband. Oh, you think I throw like, Titans up there? Oh no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, it could be, it could be interesting parenting at that point, saying, "Honey, this is, this is, uh, yeah, this is some stuff." Just Do don't say that like at school. Deep. <laughs> Do not be well, like. I mean, hey, if you guys, if you guys quote corded during Smallville, I'd hate to see what you're gonna do during the boys. Like, <laughs> swing it from the chandeliers in their house. Shit. Oh well, you got you got rain it back. We got kids in the house. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, that's pretty much all we had on the docket for tonight, y'all. I mean, it's a little bit shorter show than normal. We've been doing a lot of commentaries lately, which usually has a question beforehand, so. They're pretty extensive shows, but uh, I got nothing else to say about anything say, else tonight. I, I gotta save my energy for next week. It'll, I hear you. Yeah. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna take a vow of silence next week. <laughs> the the just last just a vow of silence. Yeah. That's fine. I'll 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 coax it out of you. All right. All right. <laughs> like I said, I'm still working on getting a surprise guest on. For I don't want to be. I don't want to be in, in a hateful a hole. I'm gonna try to be on my best behavior. Wait a minute, you don't want to no. be? Well, you've been how many twenty eight episodes? I don't want. I just want to be good. I want to be nice. Behave yourself. Well, then I'm out of that. I'm not coming. The show is ended, everyone. We're ending the show. <laughs> we love your we love your witty banter. You sure, know? sure. Whenever we're talking about you know all these episodes. Yes, my witty banter. Yes. <laughs> no, you're no, you're 
Terry. You know? Now that, that right. I'll go for. That I go for. Well, let me no. ask you this. Do you guys, I know we kind of talked about this a little bit beforehand, but do you, anybody want to mention anything about the Harley Quinn? Go ahead. I have not watched it. Uh, if y'all want to talk a little bit about it, go ahead, because I got to take the puppy out for the, but I know. I watched Chris, one episode. Yeah, y'all yeah I've only seen the first episode, and I yeah. think the second one just came out. But yeah, I, 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 I watched it right before we uh, I did Mandalorian and Harley Quinn, so it's quite an interesting double feature. Yeah, two extremes, exactly. Oh, yeah, y'all go ahead and talk about the first episode. I'm going to take a little puppy out real quick, and I'll be right back, and we'll uh, keep going. I think the only thing I liked about Harley Quinn is I like Alan, Alan Tudyk as the voice of the Joker, and I think that's about it. Yeah, I think they did a great job with that. Like, he does a really, really good job uh, at the Joker voice. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I, I love Alan Tudyk anyways, because even sure. from Firefly, I mm-hmm. mean, and then in Doom Patrol, oh my gosh, he was hilarious. Oh, yeah. But, I, I, I loved, I laughed so hard during that whole time, like, three months later, the other three months, six <laughs> months later, it, that, that was, that I was bawling <laughs> over. It, it, I just, it, the whole show, again, if people saying, oh, this is, this is too extreme. This isn't my Joker. This is Commissioner Gordon. I love that Commissioner Gordon's uh, what's his face so from beaten. SVU. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think they said it best on DC uh, DC's podcast. It was just like, yeah, if you lived in Gotham, you'd be a little nuts too. <laughs> you, you would be. Yes, you would be. I, I I like it the kookiness. That's why I loved Doom Patrol is like one of my one of my favorite shows of the of the I year. Love oh, I love Doom Patrol. It, so excited it, to see because I mean you were introduced introduced to them via Titans. Yeah. And then I did not realize that that was um, Brendan Fraser until and I'm just like oh my gosh. I I didn't know <laughs> what to expect from Doom Patrol and I they exceeded every like I was I I didn't, yeah. Such a great show. Like yeah. such a great show. That's like, like the, the anti-hero. The yeah, just <laughs> the, it's so kooky and crazy out there, but the character work in it, and you just like you love all these just fucked up individuals, and you just end up yeah. loving all of them. Yeah. I, I, and, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go it's, for it. It's like you 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 become emotionally invested, and I I, I think that's what me that's what to me that's what a great show is. I feel like you actually become emotionally invested in the characters. Mm-hmm. To where you want to know what's going to happen. Because if I watch like the first couple of episodes of a show and I'm like, eh, blow up, I don't care. But if I like th- you. Go ahead, Chris. No, no, go for it. I'm going to go back. I was going to go back to Harley. Go for uh, it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I know, I know. We're just like straight chasing squirrels on this one. But go ahead. Yeah, sure, I mean, sure. we were talking about Harley to begin with. So go ahead. Well, I think the, I think the show, I know it, it's. This is definitely, I mean, everything, you know, Swamp Thing with a niche, Doom Patrol with a niche. I think this is also another niche show in the sense of it is so self-aware. Like, yeah. for crying out loud, Bane, I, I know you haven't seen the next episode, they basically are doing making fun of Tom Hardy's portrayal of Bane. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is yeah, I gotta so watch that now. <laughs> good. I mean, they, they released it in their trailer, so I'm not revealing anything in the sense of when they premiered the trailer for their actual show. It's like, well, it's it, it, uh, she knows she's got HPV, right? Well, a lot of sexually active people are. Oh, yeah, are, I've seen that in the trailer. Yeah. And, and, but, I mean, <laughs> it, it, they just lean so hard into everything that either DC has made fun of or yeah. DC is known for or just 
characters in general. And that's why I, I really like the show because it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. They're in on the joke. Okay. It, it is supposed to be like that. See, that's good to hear because I've I've only heard I haven't seen it yet. I've only heard reviews about it and people talking about it. And I've heard a lot of people talking about it. it's just uh, uh it's it's too much forced humor and stuff like that. But if it's a show that's not meant to be taken seriously, then that's yeah. kind of what you're. I mean, you wouldn't take Robot Chicken seriously. No. Uh, <laughs> or Family Guy seriously. Cool. Family Guy seriously. You know, like. Well, I do. I, I, I do take Rick and Morty. Yeah, as you say, Rick Sanchez is my hero. So. That explains a lot. It does. I mean, it, it is fun to watch. I mean, I give you. It is fun to watch. I mean, some of it is some I, some aspects. I feel it's kind of forced. But like I said, if you don't really take it seriously and if it's kind of a spoof unto itself, yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So I like Kaylee Coco as as Harley. I mean, Har. I mean, our original Harley animated series. I mean, she'll always be there. But I I do. I, I don't even think she's trying to be that she's taking no, the she's idea of it yeah. she's making it her own self taking elements of it but i don't think she's imitating the imitation uh, right she's doing, i think she's doing a great job so far and i love that moving on from big bang theory to this is, is a good move i didn't know she was playing the the voice that's awesome yep. to hear. yeah i like poison ivy i mean she oh, she, yeah. she resonates with me i'm like it's right in your face Come on, hello. I mean, I, I just, I loved her character. <laughs> Special appearance this week of Howie Mandel. Just leaving it there. Oh, nice. <laughs> this sounds like a show I might need to watch. It's yeah. 22 minutes. It's ep- This week's episode, I think both episodes are like 20, 22 minutes. Oh, so you can knock it out real quick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably do that before I go to bed then. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, I'm cover, gonna check cover, out Har- cover Obi's eyes. I I don't want to scar mm. some things you don't want to see. Yeah, now he, the, you know, he, he's way mature for his age. You know, force is He's already doing the the training with the uh, the <laughs> droids that are shooting the lasers at him, the blindfold and, and everything. And so he's good animated rod, Greg. Just animated rod in there, so you gotta cover him up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, uh, all right. <laughs> well, uh, y'all, I've had a great time tonight. Sure. Talking about all this stuff, I'm definitely gonna go watch me some Harley Quinn, and we're gonna keep up with Mandalorian. Yeah, he wants to see that animated rods. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now that you said it, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna show like geared up to play, but um, mm-hmm. we're coming back next week. We're gonna do the Last Jedi. I've been looking so forward to doing this with Nathan because I know he mm-hmm. loves this movie so much. Man, I think I'm coming down with gingivitis <laughs> or something. Might be the first show he misses. <laughs> I but can't um, that one. <laughs> you know, we tried to come down with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping somebody gets that. <laughs> I'd like right. to know more about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, you down say you, you 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 say this. I don't think you that word means what you think it means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, we uh we're here. We try to be here every week, y'all. Like I said, we're uh, La- La- last Jedi next week. Do a commentary. That'll finish up our commentaries of Star Wars all the way through up to Episode 9. And then Episode mm-hmm. 9 comes out in two weeks from yesterday, right? Two weeks yeah. from yesterday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably we'll do have... our commentary, and then it'll be coming out that following weekend. There you go. So And then we're probably going to do a review the following week after it comes out to give a little bit of time to breathe, see it a time or two, not worry about spoilers as much, all that good stuff. But um, been a great time tonight, everybody. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, sign out. Uh, start with Sarah. You're our guest tonight. Where can they find you at on Twitter, or if they want to talk to you about anything? Um, you can find me on Twitter at 
My Lady Kitten. Um, I'm also on Instagram. Yeah, I've had that name for a while. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, you basically, I don't have a lot of followers, which I mean that's fine. I'm good with that. Um, I basically go up there and check out everybody else's, and if you know, if I want to start a dialogue or whatnot, I'm more than happy to start that messaging. Matter of fact, that's how I got in touch with you guys, which I think is mm-hmm. fantastic because you guys are awesome. Um, I appreciate it. I love you guys. Yeah, I, like I mean, it. I just, I love the chasing squirrels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, we, do, we do that quite well. Yeah. Right. And then, like I said, I mean, I, I greatly thank you for um, the invitation because it's, it's really fun to actually talk to you guys instead of, like I said, talking to my radio, <laughs> <laughs> which um, I'm sure I'll be doing that next week. But, but we can hear you. We can yes, exactly. Hear you. <laughs> we can hear you. Just like when so, I talk to the coaches during the Carolina games, they can definitely yeah. hear what I'm saying. Oh, yes, exactly. Yes. That's a whole other topic into itself. Their coaches still? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some not, there. Not yeah, many. exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but, I don't, I'm not sure, not for long, but they're still there. But, um, but yeah, you can catch me at, um, at My Lady Kitten uh, either on Twitter and Instagram. I hear you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I promise you, your followers and timeline is about to blow up after guest starring on this show because <laughs> everybody listens to this. <laughs> so, just be, be prepared. So, uh, Chris, where can they find you at, buddy? You can find me on the Twitter at Chris Balga. Uh, again, my show is uh, World's Finest True Believers. You Great can show. follow that at, at Finest True. At, excuse me, at Finest Believers, and you can uh, email the show World's Finest True Believers at gmail New episode just dropped this week. At is Flashpoint. Oh, yeah. Nice. Great book. Uh, Nathan, bud, where can they find you at? You guys can find me uh, on Twitter at WileyBoots85. That's the only place I'm at. Yes. That's, it's just like me, man. Just one place. The only place you can find me. I'm on the Twitter, too, at uh, TheBadDaddy52. Uh, you know, my DMs are open. You can talk to me about anything football, just about anything but politics and religion I'll talk to you about. Right. Uh, but so you can Sarah slid into our DMs. You know, everybody else do right. Everybody else do I know. Y'all let me in. Thing. Y'all let me so, in. So let anybody in. Hey, so did Chris. <laughs> Chris slid right into our DMs. It's true. But, uh, it's true. Uh, you can also find me on Wednesday nights live on YouTube at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time doing the seat. Thir- yeah, Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights, yes. Tuesday nights. Eastern Standard Time, uh, C3 Panthers podcast. I'm one of the anchor uh, hosts. <laughs> And uh, we do a live show every Sunday after every game where we do a post-game review as well. So check those out, YouTube, anywhere you get your feed from, you can find us. But uh, without that, nothing else being said, let's uh, go ahead and head out of here, y'all. We'll be back next week. Uh, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. This is the way. You have spoken. (laughs) The way. (laughs) Y'all have a great evening. We'll see you next week. Later. Bye, guys.